All right, let's turn the Word of God to Galatians chapter 5. And, you know, we just sang that song. Hey, aren't you glad that you can tell Jesus? Aren't you glad? Amen, that you can tell Jesus. And he's there to listen. Amen. And he cares. And he delights it. He delights when you come up to him. I like that song, you know, that talks about all the children that Jesus has. And then it says, he treats me like I'm his only child. Amen. Hey, 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 you guys get out of the way. Amen. He wants to hear from me, right? He treats me like I'm his only child. I'm so glad uh, that he does. Now, we talked about that about four, about when raising children, don't, don't play favorites, but let each of them think they're the favorite. Amen. Don't play favorites, but let each of them think. Amen. I'm sure Isaiah thinks he's the favorite, right? Because he gets to sit between mom and dad. All right, Galatians chapter 5, and we're trying to finish up this chapter, verses 19 through 26. Galatians chapter 5, <clears throat> say this in the Word of God. Now the works of the flesh are manifest, which are these, adultery, fornication, uncleanness, lasciviousness, idultery, witchcraft, hatred, variance, emulations, wrath, strife, seditions, heresies, envyings, murders, drunkenness, revelings, and such like. Of the which I tell you before, as I have also told you in time past, that they which do such things shall not inherit the kingdom of God. Verse 22, but the fruit of the Spirit is love, joy, peace, long-suffering, gentleness, goodness, faith, meekness, temperance. Against such there is no law. And they that are Christ have crucified the flesh with the affections and lust. If we live in the Spirit, let us also walk in the Spirit. Let us not be desirous of vainglory, provoking one another, envying one another. Let's pray again, please. Heavenly Father, again, Lord, we claim the blood and the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. Lord, we're so thankful, Lord, that we have instant access. Lord, we're so glad that we can come. And Lord, uh, lay it at your feet and tell you all about it and pour out our heart, dear God, and cast all our cares upon you. Lord, I pray that we do that tonight. Lord, I pray for that one that just needs that little something, dear God, that you'd give it to them. Lord, I pray for the one that's here listening that even might need to be saved. God, that you'd convict and open that heart, Lord, and, and, and give that, open their eyes of understanding and draw them unto you that tonight, dear God, they might believe in the beloved Savior, the Lord Jesus Christ. And so, Lord, as uh, uh, dear God, we pray for those that are traveling, Lord, please watch over them, give them safety. Lord, we pray for the physical uh, needs uh, among us, dear God. Please touch uh, uh, Sister Sarah, Brother uh, Thomas, and uh, Lord, we thank of Brother Woody's uh, sister, and Lord, others that have mentioned. Lord, please uh, help them tonight. Again, we pray for our missionaries, our military, uh, the leaders uh, of this country, that you'd help them. Lord, we thank you. Uh, Lord, as Brother Wood mentioned, Lord, that his uh, wife's doing better and others that are doing better. Lord, we thank you for uh, watching over Sister Baruch and giving a safe delivery and a healthy child. Lord, we want to acknowledge that and give you the glory. And uh, thank you for blessing this uh, family with another child. And just I pray. Uh, uh, dear God, that you just uh, uh, help them as uh, uh, they recover in things. Now, Lord, again, help us tonight through your word and our desires that in everything Jesus Christ would be glorified and that you would build your local church in Jesus' name. Amen. So uh, we've been uh, going through the book of Galatians here. Instead of now, we come upon this and talking about the flesh and the spirit and the different things. So we want to notice some things. And, and it really... As we'll see here, it comes down to this. Uh, uh, do you want to be self-centered or Christ-centered? 
That's really what it comes down to. Hey, uh, what kind of a life do you want to have? Do you want to have a self-centered life or a Christ-centered life? And uh, notice what uh, it says here as it talks about these things. Notice again, verse 19, it says, now what? The works of the flesh. Notice that statement, the works of the flesh. And then look at verse uh, 22, but the fruit of the Spirit. So we see the word works and we see the word fruit. And boy, it takes uh, totally different things to produce those. Uh, remember this, a dead machine without life can produce works. We see that in factories all the time, right? <laughs> dead machines can produce works. And so dead people, if you will, can produce works. But, right, and, and of course, and here we're talking about the law versus grace. And remember this, the law is, is, is about controlling something, not producing uh, uh, something. Hebrews 6.1 says this, Hebrews 6.1, Therefore, leaving the principles of the doctrine of Christ, let us go on, to, on unto perfection, not laying again the foundation of repentance, look at this, from dead works and of faith toward God. So listen, even a, a dead machine can produce works, but what uh, to get fruit, it takes life, amen? It takes something living, right, to, to produce fruit. And uh, that's what we want, amen? We don't want what, uh, what our old dead flesh can produce, amen? We want what a living God can produce in and through our lives. That's what we want. You know, uh, people make, at the beginning of the year, they make resolutions, amen? Turn over a new leaf. I said, man, I'm, I'm, not, I'm, I'm, not a, I'm, a, I'm not a tree, right? It's not about turning over a new, loo, a new leaf. It's about the Holy Spirit producing new fruit in our lives. That's what it's about. Verse 19, look at there. Now the works of the flesh are manifest. And we know the word manifest is what? Made plain, easy to see, something that's clear, apparent, right? You see that. What do you see out uh, uh, when you turn on the news? What, what do you see? The reason there's a bunch of bad news is because it shows you a bunch of bad people just living by the flesh and doing a bunch of crazy things, right? So the, the, the works of the man, the, the flesh are, 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 are clear in the world, right? They're clear, you know? Uh, I know it. You know it. Everybody knows it, right? <laughs> the works of the flesh are there. But this is how we should feel about the flesh. Jude says this, hating even the garment spotted by the flesh. That's how we should think of Christians. Man, we, we want to get away from the flesh, what the flesh produces. We want to get away from those carnal things. We want to hate. It's okay, right? Christians should hate some things. And we want to hate even the, the garment, if you will, spotted by the flesh. We want nothing to do with it. Because, right, and so as we look at these verses and we see the works of the flesh, what do we see here? Well, when we see what the works uh, of the flesh are, we see that what we as Christians should avoid and oppose. What we need to avoid and oppose uh, in our life. We want nothing to do with these things. Romans 6, 12 says this, Let not sin therefore reign in your mortal body that you should obey it in the lust thereof. Well, you should pray that daily. Every day I try to pray, Lord. I try to pray this every morning when, I, when, when I'm uh, praying for myself. Lord, I say, Lord, protect me from the lust of the eyes, the lust of the flesh, and the pride of life. I say that, uh, in, in, I literally say that in my uh, 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 prayers. And notice something here. It mentions all those things, and then look what it tags on then. 
and such like. In other words, this is a few things, you know. So like those commercials, they give you a couple of things, they say, but wait, there's more. <laughs> That's right. This isn't everything, right? Uh, there's more. Boy, this, fle- this flesh has a long list of things it likes to do, amen, uh, to mess up people's lives and destroy people's lives. And so all these dead works, lives. And so all these dead works, uh, let's, let's, let's notice them. And notice that you, you can categorize them. And notice the first few have to do with sinful attraction, sinful attraction. And what do we see? We see adultery. Well, we know what that is. That's a married person having a, a, a sexual relations outside of their marriage. Adultery. And then we see fornication. Of course, that's uh, uh, having uh, sex when you're not married. 1 Thessalonians 4.3 says this, For this is the will of God, even your sanctification, that you should abstain from fornication. Then it mentions uncleanness, and that means vile sexual desires, vile sexual desires, such as uh, homosexuality and other lewd sex of any kind. Right. Uh, There's all kinds of uh, lewdness going out in this world. Right. This flesh desires. First Thessalonians 4, 7 says this. For God hath not called us unto uncleanness, but unto holiness. So what? We're supposed to flee that youthful lust. And we no longer desire those things. Right. We're dead to those things. And we should desire holiness. We should desire that which glorifies God in and through our life. Right. And we know our God is holy. And it's so important, again, even when we're witnessing, that we emphasize the holiness of Almighty God. The holiness of Almighty God. Then it mentions uh, uh, lasciviousness, which is to have really a lack of restraint in those areas. Lack of restraint in those areas. Ephesians 5.3 says this, But fornication and all uncleanness or covetous, let it not be once named among you. Let it not be once named among you as becometh saints. And so we need to pray that. Say, oh, God, protect me uh, from these things. Protect me from myself. I say that. I say, Lord, even when I pray, Lord, I say, protect me from myself. The worst thing a man can be left to is the desires of his own heart. And, you know, uh, that's that's that, that's when, you know, if God really wants to uh, 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 to judge somebody, you know what he'll do? He'll leave them to their own heart. You read that in Romans uh, chapter one. And that way you see when they all of a sudden he says, oh, you want to play that game? Then boom, I'll pull back. Right. And I'll, I'll just pull any restraint from your heart and look what all that. That's how they got into those things. And you see, they get into a, a, another level of sin. And, and of course, uh, uh, those sexual sins are, are the worst. That's when they get into the homosexual and all, uh, and all that ludus, because that's a, a different level that you're going taking sin to a, 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 another level there. So, boy, I don't want I don't want to be left to my own heart. And uh, boy, God pulling back. So we say, God, please protect me. Colossians three, five says this. This is what we're supposed to do. Mortify, therefore, your members which are upon the earth. Fornication, uncleanness, inordinate affection, evil concupiscence, and covetousness, which is idolatry. Which is idolatry. Now, I want to notice something here. Uh, uh, he, remember, he's talking to Christians. He's saying, listen, that same flesh still desired those things, and that's why you got to mortify them. And look at, notice in verse 21, they which do such things 
shall not inherit the kingdom of God. You know, he had to say those that do those things because you know what? Our wicked heart, our wicked heart, all of our wicked hearts desire those things. You know, so we all get tempted, right? The devil's always going to tempt us, but it's about giving in. So, hey, you know, we all have stupid things to flash through. It's like, man, I've been saved this long and I still have those crazy things going through my mind. God, protect me. Amen. God, protect me uh, from those things. So, Lord, help me not to do those things. Help me to mortify. Amen. Help me to reckon myself dead, which we'll see here later. Right. So we see uh, those first few things have to do with sinful attraction. Then we see uh, uh, what I'll call sinful attention in a religious Sword, if you will. He mentions idolatry and witchcraft. Now we know that uh, 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 idolatry and witchcraft have to do more with just religion things, right? Because he calls other things a uh, 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 witchcraft, right? Uh, and, and, you know, it says rebellion is witchcraft and those things, right? We understand that. But in the short definition, if you will, we know idolatry has to do with worshiping false gods. And listen, uh, uh, we know when we think of false gods, we think of that rock that's uh, uh, cut in the shape of Buddha. Or we think of that, that piece of wood uh, that's cut into something. But you know what? There's a lot of, uh, there's a lot of false gods in America uh, shaped like a boat and shaped like a golf club and things like that that people do, amen, (laughs) instead of going to church on Sunday and serving God. So those gods are shaped like all kinds of things uh, out there that they need to be aware of. So we see uh, uh, the sinful attention of of giving uh, attention to other things and worshiping them instead of God. Then we notice sinful attitudes. Boy, attitude's a big big thing, right? You, You say that Boy, boy, don't give me no attitude, right? Attitudes. Man, listen, I, 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 attitudes drive me crazy. I, I, don't, I don't like to see a pre- I Listen, I see preachers get an attitude when they're preaching sometimes, you know, uh, trying to uh, be tough and act like they got a chip on their shoulder and stuff. I don't like it, you know? Hey, I don't care how hard a preacher preaches as long as that's what he's doing, right? But, you know, I, 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 I don't like attitude. I won't get sidetracked there. But here it mentions sinful attitudes, hatred. Right. Having something in your heart against, boy, you need to pray. Lord, I know people do things to us and I know it hurts. And boy, in your flesh, you know, you want to go, you know, uh, approve the Bible verse, you know, uh, the, the ringing of the nose bringeth forth blood. Say, Lord, just let me prove that verse. Let me show people that's real. Amen. Sometimes. Right. That is a Bible verse. Right. But no, we got to say, Lord, help me to forgive them. Lord, help me not to have anything in my heart against them. Hatred, emulations, wrath. Envying, say, man, boy, these these sins, amen. Uh, getting an attitude and, and and getting the wrong spirit there, and then it follows follows up with what we might call sins of action, variance, strife, seditions, heresies, murder, drunkenness, and revelings. Boy, these are just to name a few. So we we see uh, 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 we see sins of attraction. Sins of what I call attention, sins of attitude, sins of action, all kinds of things out there that, boy, can mess us up. And we're, we're just as apt to do any of those things of anybody else, but for the grace of God, but for the Holy Spirit of God having full control of our life. And that's what this is teaching us. First Peter 4, 2 says this. This is God's desire that he no longer should live the rest of his time in the flesh 
to the last of man, but the will of God. You see, we're saved now. So, hey, uh, 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 listen, it's not about how old you are when you got saved, but it's about whatever time that God gives you that, hey, hey, listen, I lived enough time in that flesh. Lord, I no longer want to live my life, amen, in the flesh to the lust of man, to the lust of self, but God, the rest of my life, I want to know day by day that I'm in the very will of God. Aren't you? I'm so glad that at this moment I can say I'm in the very will of God. Aren't you glad this moment, amen, you can say that you know you're in the very will of your God, your heavenly Father, your beloved Savior. What a wonderful thing that is. And that is what we want. That is what we should desire. And that is what the Holy Spirit wants to help us do. Amen. Uh, The Holy Spirit wants to help us restrain the flesh. Amen. Hold that back and then not hold back from anything that God would have us do to his honor and glory. So there we see the fruit, right? And fruit just means what? This is the fruit of the Holy Spirit, or this is the, you could even say it this way, this is the effect or the result of the Holy Spirit working in our life. What is the effect? What is the result of the Holy Spirit of God working in our life? We see it right here. We see the fruit. Right. We see the inward fruit, the inward fruit, love, joy, peace. We want these things to overflow in us. Amen. When I when I when I want when I meet people, amen, I want people to know, amen, that I care about them, that I'm concerned about what's going on in our life. Uh, The other day, uh, my, my wife and I, we we had we had ordered a bed and I went to Home Depot uh, 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 to pick it up and it was damaged. So I had to reorder it. And this lady, uh, uh, Tracy and, uh, uh, was her name. And, you know, we got working on that and there was one mess up after another, but boy, then I got talking to her. She took, I noticed a tattoo on her arm, a name. And uh, she told me about that. And she, 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 anyways, we got talking about some things going on in her life. And I said, oh, I said, Tracy, I said, man, if we can do anything to help you, do you know the Lord? And got, got to talk to her a little bit, little bit about that. And oh, she said, oh, thank you for uh, uh, sharing uh, uh, that with me. And just any time you get opportunity, right? Uh, just, just look for those opportunities to witness and let people know that you care about them. And boy, people, let people see the joy, man, that you have. Say, man, 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 what's going on in your life to make you so happy? Some good things may be happening. Well, not everything's going my way. But one thing is, amen, my relationship with my beloved Savior, amen, and I've got joy and peace, amen. I've got, the, I've got peace with God. I've got the peace of God. Boy, let people uh, see that flowing in your life. We see the inward fruit. Then we see the outward fruit. I like this. Gentleness, goodness, meekness, temperance. You know, uh, 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 brother Moyer. That, that's what that, that, that's what I, one thing I preach. You know, uh, uh, I look at brother brother Moyer, and I say, man, I wish I had that Mars. Man, he's, I'm jealous, man. He's, but you know, uh, but you know, I I I I, I know a, a bro, bro, you know uh, 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 brother Moyer a long time, and one thing I appreciate, he, 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 he you know, listen, I would I, I wouldn't want to tangle with a, a a guy that size, but you know, he he's gentle and he's got a tender heart. And boy, that's I, I, I just love that about my my, my brother. Amen. Because I see the I see the Lord uh, controlling his life. Amen. And, uh, he, that, that, and and I see this in his life. And I love that when I when I see people in life, just their gentleness, goodness, meekness, temperance. And man, 
Boy, you can tell the Holy Spirit has control in that person's life. This is what we want others to see from us. Amen. We want them to see, amen, uh, 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 how much we uh, are concerned and we're paying attention to them and things like that. So we see the inward fruit, the outward fruit, the upward fruit, which, of course, is faith. This is what we want to have towards God. We want God uh, to see in our life. And, you know, there's other verses that talk about fruit. Hebrews 12, 11 says this. Now, no chastening for the present seemed to be joyous, but grievous. Nevertheless, afterward... You see, we can trust God with the things he allows in our life, even when it's a little bit of chasing, amen? Even when it's a little bit of chasing. Why? That it yieldeth the peaceable fruit of righteousness unto them which are exercised thereby. James 3.17 says this, But the wisdom that is from above is first pure, look at this, then peaceable, then gentle, easy to be entreated, full of mercy and good fruits, without partiality and with hypocrisy. Boy, there's a lot of good things that the Holy Spirit wants to work into our life as he works the bad things out of our life. You see, in the fruit of the Spirit, we see what we need to cherish and cultivate in our lives. When we look at the works of the flesh, we see the things that we need to, we need to hate, amen, and that we need to oppose and flee from. When we look at the fruit of the Spirit, we see the things that God wants to do in our life, and we need to cherish and cultivate. Oh, God, amen, uh, cultivate love and joy in my life, gentleness, goodness, Lord, amen, cultivate that faith. Give me a stronger faith. Romans 6, 13 says this, neither yield your members as instruments of unrighteousness unto sin, but what? Yield yourselves unto God as those that are what? Alive from the dead and your members as instruments of unrighteousness unto God. You see, now we have a choice. Before, when we were dead and sin, we didn't have a choice. That's the only option we had was the flesh. But now we have an option. Amen. Aren't you glad that you have a better uh, uh, option? It should be an easy choice. Eh? And uh, I mean, I mean, if, if I went down to the, the car lot, we said, well, we've only got two options for you. Amen. We have this uh, we have this uh, 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 1970 uh, Mercury Zephyr. Right. And I think it's got one good tire left on it. Amen. And uh, you got this option or we got a brand new Audi A6. That's an easy option. I say that because my dream car is an Audi A6. I'll never have one. Right. I like Audis. But, you know, that's an easy choice. Hey, why should it be any choice? Hey, this morning when I get up. OK, well, I got two options. The works of the flesh. Amen. Or the fruit of the spirit. Amen. Love, joy, peace, generous, goodness. Amen. Being magnified in my life. Easy option. Amen. I'm going with the fruit of the spirit. I'm going with being yielded to God. I'm going with the Holy Spirit controlling my life. I'm going with being, amen, a glorifying my Savior and being a witness for him. Easy option. Romans 6, 14. For sin shall not have dominion over you. Why? For you're not under law. But grace, boy, that's what God wants. We're saved. So now we, we have to learn to cease to do evil and learn to do well. Romans 8, 5 says this, for they that are after the flesh, do mind the things of the flesh. Hey, that's the world. But they that are after the spirit, that's us, the things of the spirit. So here we see works, 
which any dead machine can produce works, or fruit that takes something living and we have the living spirit in our lives and we have the word of God in our lives. And so which do we want? Amen. Dead works or a living God working through our life. Works versus fruit. You see, they flow from a different source. Therefore, they'll take us to a different course. Right. Dead works will take us, amen, to a ruined life. And uh, 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 the spirit of God will take us to a life, amen, well lived and that glorifies God. So at the end of the day, we can hear, well done, my good and faithful servant. You see, when you live by laws, this is what he's trying to teach him. You depend on the energy of the flesh. But when you live by grace, you depend on the power of the spirit. Because the works of the flesh, what's it showing us? The works of the flesh are what? These are the natural characteristics of us as humans. Works of the flesh are, again, are about being self-centered. So these works of the flesh, this is the natural overflow of the flesh in humans. But the fruit of the Spirit, these are the natural characteristics of who? Jesus Christ. The natural characteristics of Jesus Christ. When you see how when you read through the Gospels, what do you see? You see love. You see joy. You see peace. You see gentleness. You see goodness. You see faith being exercised through the Lord Jesus Christ as he walks through. These were his natural characteristics. Well, who are we supposed to be like? Amen. So we're not supposed to be like ourselves. So we shouldn't be shown the natural characteristics of uh, self, whereas Christians, Christ-like, we should now be shown the natural characteristics of our beloved Savior. That's what it's saying. So we, we, do you want self-centeredness or Christ-centeredness? I want Christ-centeredness. Therefore, I want his characteristics, amen, to flow in and through my life. So as we look at these nine, uh, uh, we look at this fruit and nine things are mentioned. Right. They all flow from the Holy Spirit. So don't think of them. I, I like this uh, uh, thought I read. It says, don't think of these as nine little diamonds on a bracelet. Amen. Nine, nine, nine little diamonds that have been put in the same bracelet. But think of them of one big diamond that has nine different facets. Amen. Well, let me ask you, ladies, which would you rather have? Right. Would you rather have nice, nine nice little diamonds? Oh, isn't that a lovely? Yes, his nice little nine little diamonds on it. Then don't you like that? Or would you would you walk in one big diamond with nine? <laughs> oh, you notice that? You know, oh, man, this thing's getting heavy. Right. You want him to notice the big diamond. Right. Hey, that's what we want people to see in our life. We want them to see nine little things in our life. We want them to see one big thing in our life, a big God, a big Savior, a big faith. Amen. And we want to see him in all his different. We want people to see him in all his different facets. Right. Flowing through our life. Oh, what? what not, not. Oh, what kind of diamonds is? What was that? No, no, no. No, we just want him to see Jesus, Jesus, Jesus. Right. That love, Jesus, that joy, Jesus. Amen. Uh, that gentleness, Jesus. We just want him to we just want them to see him in all of his different facets flowing through our life. And that's what the Holy Spirit wants to do through our life. But remember this producing fruit takes time. It's weeds that grow overnight. Right, Brother Wood? Right? Trying to, he's trying to get that nice yard, right? Those weeds grow overnight. It takes a while to produce fruit. Boy, am I learning that. My wife bought that persimmon tree three years ago, and we still can't get a good persimmon out of it. Fruit takes time, amen? But it's worth the wait. Verse 23, 
Verse 23, notice that. We'll try and finish up here. It says this, meekness, temperance. Now look at this. It mentioned these things, and notice what it says. Against such, there is no law. Against such, there is no law. Now, you just sort of look at uh, in simple words there, and it looks like it's saying uh, there is no law against these things. Well, that's true. There is no law against these things. But it also wants us to understand, not only is there, he, this, Paul wants them to understand, not only is there no law against these things, there's also no law that can produce these things. <laughs> there's no law that can produce these things. You see, uh, finishing up here, verse 24, and they that are Christ, that's what it comes down to. Are you Christ? Do you belong to Christ? Because they that are Christ have what? Crucified the flesh. Uh, Galatians 2.20, I am crucified with Christ. And what does this tell us? And what? And the flesh with the affections or natural desires or natural works thereof. They that are Christ, look at this. What's that next word? Have. Have. In other words, it should be a done deal. They have done it. It's already been done. It should already be reckoned, right? You should already be reckoned, amen, that you've been crucified with Christ. See, realize, here's the thing. We need to realize this daily. Why? So we can reckon it daily, right? We need to realize this. Reckon yourselves dead, right? Reckon, right? We need to realize and reckon on a daily basis. You say we've got this flesh. Well, just because something remains doesn't mean it rains, <laughs> right? Just because it remains doesn't mean it rains. It means have control. Just because it remains doesn't mean it rains. Yes, it remains. Our flesh is still there, but it doesn't rain because it has no power in our life. It has no control in our life. So we, it remains. We acknowledge it's there. But we also acknowledge that it has no power in our life. There's no reason it should reign in our life. Romans 6, 6. Knowing this, that our old man is crucified with him, that the body of sin what might be destroyed, that henceforth, what's henceforth mean? From this point forward. Amen? In my case... May 19, 1987, from this point forward, what? We should not serve sin. From this point, henceforth, from this point forward, from the point that you accepted Jesus Christ, that you believed on the finished work of Jesus Christ, amen, from that point forward, there's no longer a reason for you to serve sin. There's no longer a reason for the works of the flesh to be, because what? Uh, works can be produced by something dead. Hey, uh, listen, ye that were dead in trespass. I'm not dead anymore. I'm alive in Jesus Christ. And the living spirit, amen, is alive in me and through me, working through this living book to control my life. So notice verse 25. Again, it says, if we live in the spirit. If we live in, and that's what we're supposed to do, that is the key, live. That means to expend one's, to spend one's existence, to pass one's life. You see, so I say now, I live in what? If we live in the Spirit. I, I, I made that decision from this point, from henceforth, right? From this point forward, I want to spend my existence, 
with the Holy Spirit controlling my life. I want to spend my existence, amen, with uh, love, joy, peace, gentleness, goodness, all these things, amen, uh, being manifest in my life. From this point forward, I want to live my existence magnifying the Lord Jesus Christ by letting the Holy Spirit have full control and rule in my heart, mind, and being. Right. We let we we let, we daily live under his control. We reckon the flesh dead and yield to a living Holy Spirit that guides us according to the living word. Let's finish up here. Verse 26. Look how it finishes, though. Given a warning. Let us not be desirous of vain glory. See who seeks glory? Those that are self-centered. Right. We don't want to seek vainglory. We want to seek his glory. We want to be Christ centered, not self-centered, provoking one another. Envy. You know why you do that? When you, why do you envy people? Oh, that's not fair. That's not fair. They got the Audi A6. Right. And I got the old Mercury's effort. That's not, that's not fair. I always say that my wife, my wife's first car was an old Mercury's ever. Boy, that thing was a piece of junk. Amen. I think I bought it and then had to push it off the lot. <laughs> Oh, man. True story. But, you know, when you're young and ignorant. But, man, you know, hey, that's not fair. Listen, no, I don't want to keep up with the Joneses. Amen. I want to keep up with him. Amen. That's who I want to keep up with. Let us not be desirous. Well, you see, this verse is the opposite of uh, 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 verses 13 and 14. Brethren, we have not been called unto liberty. Only use not liberty for an occasion of the flesh. But what? By love, serve one another. Verse 14, thou shalt love thy neighbor as thyself. Not, not, not be desirous of my neighbor, not provoke my neighbor, not envy my neighbor, but love my neighbor. You see, you got, again, remember, we're what? We're not here to compete. We're here to complete. I don't want to compete with you. I want to help complete you, amen, as my brother and sister, as my fellow church member, amen. I don't want to complete with you. I, I mean, compete with you. I want to help complete you and complete his work together through our lives and through the local church. So as we finish up, we remember God has a goal. Again, Romans 8, 20, 29, for whom he did foreknow, he also what? Did predestinate. What? Remember, predestination isn't is it for before salvation? Predestination is after salvation. You have been predestinated once you got saved to what? To be conformed to the image of his son. Once he saved you, he said, I got a goal for you. And that goal is that you would be conformed to the image of my son. And if you're going to be conformed to his image, then that means you're going to have his characteristics. And what are his characteristics? Love, joy, peace, gentleness, goodness, right? Those were his natural characteristics, amen, as God in the flesh. And that's what God wants to become our natural characteristics, which they should be as a Christian, amen? Those should become our natural characteristics as we, what, live in the Spirit, spend our existence in the Spirit, amen? That we might live in them, that that living Spirit might produce living fruit in